Welcome to the Healer's Perspective Podcast, where we have one goal in mind, to heal the healer. I'm your host, Emily, and each week I'll share with you the tips and practices to take you from insecure and undercharging to confidently charging your worth while providing the support needed to share your intuitive gifts with the world. Here, we focus on subconscious reprogramming, spirituality, and support to help you step into that light worker role that you were always meant to be in. I'm so excited you're here. Let's get started. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Healer's Perspective Podcast. Today, we're talking about the beliefs that keep us hiding in that healer's closet, the ones that we fear being seen, and most importantly, how these beliefs and limitations are affecting our healing business. So let's get right into it. So This episode came about when I was actually walking my dog the other day and I was wondering why my schedule wasn't full. I remember when I first started this business, I had clients booking every single day. I had back-to-back sessions and I couldn't understand why all of a sudden it was kind of just slowing down a little bit. January was an amazing month, but February still just didn't have, you know, the amount that I had wanted. And on my walk, I connected with Creator. And the message that I got was that I still fear being seen. That I had the belief that if I wasn't busy, so having a full schedule of clients and data healing trainings, podcast recordings, whatever else comes with having your own business, then I would actually be in more alignment. I would be more balanced, more at peace. And this has nothing to do, actually, it probably does have a little bit to do with the fact that I am pregnant. So I do get a little more tired than I usually do, but I was still in this energy of, well, I really want to have people, but I'm scared that if I do have too many people, I'm going to be overwhelmed. So you know what? I'm just going to stay quiet. I'm going to not book people. I don't want to be seen because that will allow me to stay in a place where I can take care of myself. I can do my meditation. I can take my midday nap. Yes, yes, it happens. I take midday naps now and I would still be okay. So this brought forward the massive belief that a lot of healers, intuitives, light workers have, which is the fears of being seen. And so I just really want to start talking about this more. We have this fear of being seen, and for many reasons. It can come from past lives, it can come from this life, but it's really important for us to release that because until we do, our healing business will suffer. Imagine going out into the world, but you have that invisibility cloak, like from Harry Potter. That's how I imagine the healers out there who are still afraid to be seen and heard, they're wearing that invisibility cloak. And they're hoping to get clients, they're hoping to be seen, they're hoping to be on podcast recordings and all the other social media platforms that will allow them to be seen as an authority figure and a leader, they're wearing that invisibility cloak. So really, who is going to be able to see you? Because the purpose of that is to hide. So why is it that we want to hide? One of the major reasons why, and this comes from many clients that I've dealt with, with theta healing and reprogramming these beliefs, it comes from past lives. 
So if we think about when there were witches or wise women, or those who were working with medicines, maybe shamans, medicine men, there was a lot of fear. Religion kind of kicked in and said, hey, 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 God's the only one who can heal. What do you think you're doing? You're participating in witchcraft and you're evil. And what was the result? Our poor asses were burned at the stake. And with that, we have made a lot, a lot of healers have made the vow upon leaving that past life that they're never going to heal again. That's it. They're done. They were persecuted in that lifetime. They're not going to go through that again. So they're going to hide. So what happens in this lifetime, because we hold on to seven generations of beliefs within our cells, tissues, and organs, we have the memories in our cells of those past lives and those vows that we've made, so we hide in this lifetime. And this can show up in so many ways. I know for me, it showed up a lot with social media. I didn't want to put myself out there. I would make every excuse under the sun to not just grab my phone out, take a video and post it. And then even when I got up the courage to do that, it wasn't my authentic self. I was kind of skimming the surface of witchcraft and past lives, time travel, seeing spirits, all the woohoo stuff that when you really allow yourself to go into it, you can go down that rabbit hole. I would just I would skim the surface. I would say things like healing and mindset and maybe here and there I'd talk about crystals. And it wasn't until I did my own healing on myself that I realized, oh my goodness, I have these past life wounds that are really affecting the way I'm showing up. Because it wasn't authentic. It was my attempt to be that healer that my soul wanted me to be, that my cells remembered we were without being, without drawing too much attention to me, that I would be punished or persecuted. And this is very, very common. I see it again and again. So many beautiful healers, you'll take those courses because again, your soul wants you to heal. You'll start to practice. You'll really, really feel good and you're in your purpose and you're aligned. But then when it comes to booking clients, all of a sudden it's, I don't have time or work gets in the way or there's just nobody that seems to want to work with me or I just need a little bit more practice until I take on clients. That's just your subconscious's way of trying to prevent you from being seen, from putting your voice out there. Because again, those fears, those memories from those past lives are so strong That yeah, it can keep you hiding. It can keep you in the healer's closet, as I say, because who wants to get burned at the stake again? Who wants to be persecuted or punished or seen as evil, a fraud, or someone who is going to condemn you to H-U double hockey stick? You know what I mean? So there's so many more beliefs that I really want to dive into, but this is primarily where that fear comes from. It can also come from this lifetime. If when you were growing up, you grew up in a religious household like myself, talking about this spiritual stuff, it just wasn't part of our dinner time chats. It was, 
okay, Emily, you didn't end up seeing a fairy when you saw one. When I know as a kid, I saw a fairy. When I was younger, I used to call it the tooth fairy. Now I realize it was just probably just an ordinary fairy. But I would be laughed at when I told people this or when I would tell my family that, hey, I'm going to go meditate. And I'd come back out of my meditation and I'd say, oh my God, I talked to extraterrestrials or I channeled the ancestors or the ascended masters and they gave me so much information and I went on such a journey and I left this planet. They looked at me like I was absolutely batshit crazy because it wasn't something to be talked about because in religion, at least for me being Catholic, I grew up with God heals. That's it. You don't do any healing. And we've been instilled with that over and over and over again in this lifetime, past lifetimes, past generations. Nobody else does a healing but God. So if you do healing, there's something wrong here. You're not allowed to do that. You are evil if you do that. There's many other circumstances where kids see spirits. I'm sorry, but kids are such pure, beautiful, intuitive beings that unless they are encouraged to practice these skills, most of the time they're shut down by loved ones, by parents, by friends that, oh, that ghost in the closet, it's not real. It's not actually there. You're making it up, Emily. Or, oh, auntie doesn't actually have cancer. You're just, you're just seeing things. It's not true. There's so many cases where kids are able to pinpoint exactly the disease within family members, see spirits, super intuitive, but they're shut down. They're told that it's not true. It's not right. And sometimes they're even made fun of because of it. So what do we do as kids? We change our behaviors in order for us to receive those essentials, love, being supported, being taken care of, feeling worthy. So we'll dumb, we'll dumb, we'll dim our beautiful light in order to receive that. And that's how these beliefs are instilled in childhood, that if I am seen, I will be rejected, that my voice isn't important. And so we carry that into our lifetime. And when we want to step into this role of being a healer, that's going to be affected. When I looked back at the ways that the fear of being seen had affected my business, I was pushing clients away subconsciously, like not even realizing it. I was pushing people away. And for me, it was because I didn't want to be overwhelmed. I didn't want to have too much on the go that I couldn't take care of myself. So I'm going to hide. I'm just not going to shine my light as bright. My aura is not going to be as big. So that way I'm not going to reach as many people And my schedule just won't fill up. Again, my highest self says, no, we need to heal. But that fearful part, that subconscious part said, no, no, no. The only way we can heal and take care of ourselves is if we don't have clients. So that's what we're going to do. Another way it can affect your business is that you may have people super interested in what you do, but there's no follow through. They may book a call and not show up. Or they may show up and not pay you. There's so many ways that you can have that that lack of follow-through from those that you work with. But it's because they're mirroring your own energy. You're not following through on part of your purpose, which is to show up and be that leader for the conscious collective. They're just mirroring you. But 
obviously it hurts your ego because you put yourself out there, they booked a session with you, they didn't show up, and what does that do? That just reinforces to your subconscious mind, hey, you know what? I was right. We shouldn't have shown up here. We should have had 10 more years of practice or five more courses under our belt and modalities in order to actually heal people. This is the reason why. Let's go back in that healer's closet. We'll try again later. And this is going to affect your business so much. This is why there are healers out there who you start your business You get the ball rolling, you feel really good, stuff gets tripped up, the subconscious mind kicks in, and then you go back to that nine to five, and you're miserable. But I guarantee if you're in that position, give yourself five years, maybe 10 years, and you will be right back here because your soul is going to guide you here in whatever way possible. The only thing is when you're in the position where you get to choose and say, I'm going to show up here, I'm going to be seen, I'm going to be heard because I have a message to share and I'm not going to let those limiting beliefs stop me, the path is a lot easier than when you resist, 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 resist and something happens like a massive injury where you you have to take time off of your nine to five or they fire you and you have no other choice. Or something like COVID happens where you have that time to put yourself back in that position that your path is meant or you're meant to be on, that path that you're meant to be on. Another way it can affect your business is that you won't grow as fast as you want to. So again, I'll tell you my story. The fears of being seen has kept my following on social media very low. Up until actually February 1st, 2023. And that is because I said to myself mid-January, okay, I'm comparing myself so much to all these other healers and I have jealousy towards them. Yes, that's part of the beliefs that are tied with not being seen and heard. I had jealousy and I was comparing myself thinking, okay, they have so many followers are in that leadership role. Why can't I be there? But every single time I would attempt to show up, it wouldn't be my authentic self. So what happens that I don't attract my ideal aligned clients and followers to me. That community that I really, really wanted to build, it wasn't happening because I actually subconsciously did not want others to see me as that leader. I didn't want to fear that persecution. And for social media... That persecution and punishment comes in people calling you a fraud or an imposter or I remember there was one post that I made about affirmations and affirmations where I received so many hate comments that it almost destroyed me and I had to do a lot of reprogramming on that because all I wanted to do was delete the video, delete that social media platform and just never make a video again until I realized that I had these beliefs and I wanted to be seen and I wanted to be a leader. And so I started to work on reprogramming those beliefs. And I remember posting a video. It was my true authentic self. I was in the middle of the advanced data healing instructors training. There was no strings attached. There was no feelings or thoughts connected to it of, are people going to like this? Are they going to resonate with it? I'm going to get hate comments. There was none of that. It was just, I want to make a video. I have a message to share. Let's just do it. 
And with that one video, I have over 500 to 600 comments and I received over 500 new followers on that social media platform. And I broke that barrier, that goal that I set for myself of 10K followers. And I feel good about it. It was only possible because I removed those beliefs of being seen and being heard and that I have an important message to share. So it can show up differently for you. I know there are many, many ways that the fears and the beliefs of being seen and heard can show up in your life. In whatever way it is, write it down. Just become very aware of it. A practice that I usually do is I'll do a circle in the middle of my paper and I'll write down me. (laughs) I'm in the center. And then I write down all the things around that circle that are going on in my life that I just want to change. So when I created this list for myself, it was not enough followers or not as many as I wanted. It was people not following through on client sessions. It was unfilled data healing training courses. There's a couple other ones as well. And all of them had to deal with being seen and hurt. And below that, it was the energy and the beliefs of being good enough. So being seen and heard is really tied with the beliefs of, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough for this role. I'm not good enough to be that leader, to share that video. There are so many other people who know more than me or have been doing this for longer that why would anybody listen to me? This comes from your childhood. Very much so. And it can show up in different ways, but finding and doing this little practice can show you exactly where your beliefs are affecting you in your life, why things are the way they are in your life. And with that awareness, it gives you the opportunity to change it. Because when you're going on your day-to-day life and you're thinking, okay, this is going wrong in my life. I want to change this. Why isn't this happening? I have this problem. It can seem very scattered all over the place. But when you do this belief blueprint, as I call it, now everything just makes sense. Now you're able to categorize it in the ways that you want to, to see, okay, what are those beliefs that it comes down to? What is that energy behind what I'm giving out and what's coming back to me? Because again, law of attraction, baby, whatever you give out is going to come back to you. Now you can actually do something about it. Now you can book that Theta Healing session, do that reprogramming in whatever form you like to do it in, in order for you to actually make the changes. You don't have to stay in that energy. And doing the subconscious work is so powerful and the changes happen so quickly. Here are a couple of the beliefs that I want you to test yourself for. And you can test yourself with muscle testing. This is my favorite way to do it. You can just intuitively tune in to, as I say, these beliefs if it resonates with you. I fear being persecuted. Ha! (laughs) You probably have this one. Chances are, if you're listening to this episode and you've resonated up to this point, you have this belief. The next one, I have to hide myself. Again, this can come from childhood and it can come in any form. I don't accept myself. This is huge because until we accept ourselves, we're going to continue to hide certain parts of us from the world because we want to be part of something. Think about what happened during COVID. We all went from being together to being alone. 
And now there's a huge push for community because we want to come back to that feeling that we are a part of something. During that time of COVID, there was a lot, a lot of hate being sent back and forth between those who were vaccinated, those who weren't, and we're not going to open up that can of worms. But a lot of people ended up conforming to one or the other because of that feeling that wanted to be accepted. They wanted to be part of something. But until you fully accept yourself, you're going to continue to conform to what others want you to act, want you to be like, want you to say, which is not your authentic self. So again, you're never going to attract the ones that resonate with you and your message. Therefore, keeping your healing business suffering because you're trying to be like everybody else. And on a side note, if community is what you're looking for, then I have what you need. I'm opening up the Healers Hub. I got the message from Creator in April. So I'm opening up the Healers Hub in April. This is a community for healers, intuitives, light workers, psychics, mystics, coaches, practitioners who just want to feel held and supported as they continue their healing journey and they grow their successfully, abundantly aligned business. If that resonates with you, I'm going to add the waitlist link to the show notes, as well as I'm going to add the belief blueprint link in order for you to download that document, try it out, see if this practice works for you. I know it works so well for me and for my clients, and it can really just help you to step out of that healer's closet and be seen. And you can also use it for other areas of your life as well. So another part of another belief that is tied to this energy and this fear of being seen and heard is that you resent other healers. This comes from you feeling like you are not good enough. You are not worthy that there's others who are better than you. So what's the point? We can end up building up resentment towards those healers who have already done this reprogramming and healing because we see them as better than us, but they're not. They're not better. They've just actually done the work to heal this. They've reprogrammed those beliefs. They're telling a new story. They are ready to sit in that discomfort of showing up authentically every single day, even if they get hate, because they know that their message is worth it. So now it's your time to do the same. And then again, as I mentioned before, the belief that your voice and your truth isn't important. There's a reason why you are a healer. There's a reason why you are being called to be in this role. You are a divine spark of creator's light. You have your own unique message to share. So continuing to look at other people's social media, their business, what they're offering, you're going to try and change what you're doing to fit what they're doing to hopefully get their clients or get the same success that they're getting. But you're meant to share your own unique voice. You have your own perspective based on your past life, this lifetime, your childhood, the struggles that you went through, that there are people out there who are waiting, waiting for you to show up to share that message because they need you to be that leader for them. I remember when I first started talking about, again, spirituality and all of this, I really feared talking about theta healing because I was the only one doing it. Thankfully, now it's slowly starting to pick up, but there was no one else talking about it. No one even knew what theta healing is. And if you guys don't know and you're listening to this, 
I'm going to add the link to what Theta Healing is, that podcast episode, and it will explain everything to you. But I found so much comfort in Theta Healing and doing this work. And this is the reason why I'm showing up here today doing a podcast, something that in the past was so fearful for me. And even looking back at when I first started to now, there's so much of a difference. I'm so much more confident in what I'm saying and being heard and being seen and putting that message out there compared to before. Before I bear, like, again, graze the surface of Theta Healing. Now I'm like, Theta Healing, Theta Healing, Theta Healing, like just I can talk about it for hours because I see so much benefit and this is what sets me apart. There are those who are looking for me and for Theta Healers and reprogramming their subconscious mind that I want to work with, but I wasn't able to attract them because I never talk about it. So with all of this being said, take the time today, your conscious practice, this week, your conscious homework is to do that belief blueprint. Find out what is being affected in your business, in your life, by hiding yourself, by hiding in that healer's closet. And then do one thing, just one, to begin to heal that, whether that is booking a Theta Healing session, joining the Healers Hub, whether it is reaching out to another one of your favorite practitioners in order to just start to release the trauma, the wounds, the fears that keep you playing small and then do one thing to be seen and heard. Maybe you reach out to me to be on my podcast if you're a healer. Oh my God, I would love to hear from you. I'd love for you to be a part of this podcast if you do struggle with this. I want to support you on this journey as much as I can. And if you have a message to share and you fear sharing it, reach out, book a podcast interview, and let's have you on the podcast. Maybe it's just simply setting up your healing website or posting that one video talking about who you are and who your ideal client is. Maybe it's even just starting to talk about it at the dinner table with your family and friends. Do something. Start to take action. But only Only after you do the deep inner healing work. Because I guarantee it's a game changer. It'll make things so much easier for you and effortless when you do decide to take that conscious inspired action. So I'm sending you so much love today. If you haven't yet, leave a review. Follow the Healer's Perspective podcast. I am waiting to hear from you and for you to apply to be on the podcast I am sending you so much love. And again, all the links from today are going to be in the show notes. Namaste, all of you beautiful lightworkers. Looking to take your healing to the next level? Whether you're ready to step into the healer role or interested in adding another modality to your healing toolbox, the Theta Healing Certification is the path for you. Three days of subconscious reprogramming, trauma release, chakra balancing, and intuitive work. You'll leave the training with more confidence in your healing abilities, heal generational, childhood, and past life wounds, and the tools and tricks to provide greater results and transformation for you and your clients. If you're interested, the link is in the show notes, and I cannot wait to see you at the next training.